everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Akeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we're going to kick it off with some news, Jacob. Yeah, um, let's talk about R. Kelly a minute. He did get indicted over the video that you referenced in the last episode. <laughs> this, is a, this is actually, it's a second video that okay. they found. It's a newer, it's a different girl, supposedly. Um, it's two girls in the video, apparently, and they are referencing their age. Quite yes. often. Yes, apparently they refer to their genitals as blank, my 14-year-old blank. Ah. Uh, yeah, or do you like these 14-year-old... Okay, I didn't yeah. know how they... I so regardless, that already shows the man having a pre... So if he wants to say he's innocent, like he's been crying, that already proves you he has a predisposition to, mm-hmm. like, younger girls. Yeah, yeah. So he got arrested. Apparently the person that released the video had known R. Kelly and the victim for over 20 years. So it's been going on that long. Um, so getting her to testify now probably won't happen. Uh, yeah, no. I, well, who knows? Now that, now that it's now, a lot more openly acceptable to call men out for this powerful men in particular, um, <clears throat> maybe she will. Well, and the, the women that were on Surviving R. Kelly also probably made it a little easier. As far as, yeah. hey, these people are actually being acknowledged and believed now. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, he, they indicted him. took him two days to make a $100,000 bail. Yeah, I heard about that. I, it's, uh, he, he, his life is kind of just falling apart. He, uh, yeah, he got this lady. Her last name is Love. I can't remember her first name. But she is the one that actually put up the money. And then when she got criticism for it, said, oh, well, it wasn't my money. R. Kelly's not up hard up for cash. We just had to move some money around, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Guess what her businesses are in, the, are in Chicago? <clears throat> what? Apparently daycares. So you can do that. Do with that oh what you will. Oh, my God. It's just a, it's like a farm team for That's sports. <laughs> just bringing them up. That's disgusting. Dude. Yeah. So I don't know if they're, his predisposition though. is anything related to that lady's business. But that lady did bail her out, and she got a lot of... A lot of slack for it. I mean, if I, yeah, I was going to say, if I had a daycare and somebody, did you hear that? Yeah, it was, that was DJ Khaled. Congratulations. <laughs> you played yourself. Thank you, DJ Khaled. He was just, he was whispering. It's so weird to me that somebody with a daycare would want to do that to their business. You know how many of those I didn't even look at it from that aspect. Out? I mean, I mean, I'm just thinking about it from that aspect. No, that's crazy. Because what? that's going to fuck her business. Like, most definitely, both the Breakfast Club and, um, Ebro in the morning both touched on this separately, and nobody out of that group of six even. I, I wouldn't have thought to look at it from that um, perspective. That's, yeah, that's a, a bad that's a reputation move. killer. Like, yeah. If you heard that, if you had a, you played yourself. If you had a family, like if you had a kid in that daycare center, would you not want to pull them out immediately? Oh, absolutely. If you like, yeah, that'd be horrible. Yeah. So it's a little wild. On some uh, lighter notes, uh, 2 Chains apparently is dropping Friday album called, I think it's called Rap or Go to the League. <laughs> See how that goes. I like the last album. He took, I like 2 Chains in that he makes his music, maybe this kind of sucks about 2 Chains, but he makes music that sounds effortless, but he doesn't uh, oversaturate the market. Like he's one yeah. of the few artists that you think would adapt to that kind of trap idea of drop as much as you can. No, but he, he puts in, puts no. out, or puts in, gets out. Yeah, and always, like, e- I mean, he did drop two EPs last year, right? Yeah, some little ones, the one like with... five and uh, six songs. Okay, Bitch, yeah. and Proud, the song with YG, yeah. about their moms. Um, 
Yeah, but he you're, you're right. He does sort of, I mean, he just puts it out and he's gone. Mm-hmm. You don't really hear anything from him. The, the biggest probably press run he had was on the last album, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, all the stuff he did with that house in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, so maybe he'll have something related in this. Maybe he, we'll see a J. Cole he has a good. He has a good... Uh, Two Chains has a really good rollout strategy for all his uh, albums, especially Pretty Girls Like Trap. Like I think that album, as a marketing uh, project, is incredible. Yeah. The like the when he got the house. If you guys don't know, it's it was the front of the cover was this like pink trap house. It looked sick. Like I wish they had made a box set just for yeah, that. that you know what I mean? Cool. That album because it, it was really well received when it came out. So they made a house. And it was sort of an art exhibit. I had a friend who lived like two doors down from it. And he told us he would drive by it all the time and be packed with people. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had the art exhibit for a couple of weeks. Then he did a um, STD clinic where yeah. people would come in and get tested for free. That's awesome. They did a haunted house in October. So he's done a lot with it. Yeah. Um, but so. it was just like a regular house. Like, this is this was just in a plain house, like Atlanta, Georgia yeah. neighborhood. It's crazy. So let's move on a little bit outside of hip hop. Have you followed anything about this Jesse Smollett case? Man, I was I was hearing about it. The main things that I I heard like were basically two extremes. I had I heard people who were vehemently defending him when it first came out before it was kind of exposed that it was fake, and he had two black guys jump him instead. Okay, not not to be I don't want this to be interpreted as racist, but yeah. beyond the, black guys, they were like it, six foot seven Nigerians. If they, they, if they told them, they told them they would be like, they would be like, this is mega country. Like, they just yeah. sound like some Black Panther. I am the captain now. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, what? You're, you're planning a racist attack. What? I'm sure you could have found like two white dudes. Yeah. And it's, it's not good up. that one was his trainer and the other guy was the brother <laughs> of his trainer who wasn't also an extra on Empire. That what's sad to me about Jesse Smollett's situation, though, what 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 it really does with these sort of these sort of events when they pop up, unfortunately, what happens is you have two people that come out of the woodworks. You have the people who are saying like, you know, uh, fuck, fuck white America, fuck, yeah. fuck white people. You see, or like f- this is the f- fuck MAGA, fuck MAGA, and then you got the people that uh, go, you know, like f that, you know, they get racist. But when it turns out to be proven false, it's the people that are so against, you know, political correctness and and acknowledging that racial attacks do happen. They go, ha ha, see, half of it's bullshit anyways. You guys over exaggerate. The same thing that happens when uh, you have one woman who lies about rape and one that uh, one that is like genuinely raped. Like for every person that lies about it, there are. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of true and actual crimes that happen. So it just ma- it just puts a damper on everything. It makes everybody doubt stories that that really do have merit. As yeah, well. and part and of it's it terrible. He's, he's part of the LGBT community, so he <clears throat> kind of alienated that group also because yeah. a lot of them did come to the support of him and just say, "No, I, I I'm a big fan of him. I know he didn't do this." Mm-hmm. Same way when all the R. Kelly stuff happened, a lot of diehard R. Kelly fans were like, "No, he didn't do this the first time, right? Not the first so much time. now." So you kind of alienated those people. Yeah. You already you bring more tension to a already tense racial environment regardless absolutely um a big thing i had been hearing which it's been mainly like conservatives that have been saying this and it does sort of ring true i think Mm -hmm. it it at least made me think about it 
Does faking a hate crime, is that equivalent to a hate crime? Because yeah. faking a hate crime, you're... You're trying to definitely. I don't. I don't think so. I think it's. Um, I think it's manipulative. I think it, you should be punished for it, which he is getting punished for. It. Because honestly, I mean, that's that's a waste of uh, like police forces. That's a waste of time right. for those people. You're you're actively lying about a criminal case. Like it's horrible. But I still think a hate crime is by far worse. Um, you know. I mean, Jesse Smollett, listen. At the end of the day, he was, to me, he was just trying to drum up drama for a show. He wanted to hop onto this victim bandwagon that some people find. They, they think that it makes them all of a sudden so much more important than they actually are. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, I think there's probably some mental health problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, he may try to plead that Maybe. To, to lessen his sentence, but... Maybe. I don't think it's that. I think he was just trying to... Use well, the media because he's a gay black man. Like, and I know he said like, there a lot of people thought that the reasoning was because he wanted to get paid more money, which, if he thought that in his head, then he does have mental health problems. The guy that shot Reagan shot Reagan to impress Jodie Foster. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. There's there's two shooters now. No, 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 not Reagan. That's JFK. There were oh, definitely JFK, two shooters of JFK yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I, I thought you said. Reagan. If you don't believe us, listen to Alex Jones. I was I was. Smoking. Don't do that actually. Yeah. Don't listen to Alex Jones. No. Oh, my God. Shout out to all the Joe Rogan fans. They know he's actually on this podcast tonight. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. That's going to be crazy. I'm going to listen to that shit as soon as like I head out of here. To- Let's talk a little bit about 21 Savage real quick. Uh, just a few weeks <clears throat> after being released from the whole ICE scandal, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. He's planned to expand on his foundation, 21 Savage bank account campaign. What it is, essentially, he's trying to teach inner-city youth and teenagers how to manage money. That's cool. And that goes along with his whole not wearing jewelry. Good for Trying him. to put focus less on, like, materialism and more on, like, I don't know, protecting your your interest as you go on and having money rather than just, like, Lil Pump. Yeah. I think he, J. Cole was kind of prophetic in the 1985 outro. Like, I think we will see a broke Lil Pump eventually. Everybody knows that we're going to see a broke little pump. That's the the main thing for me that I wanted to point out is I wish that Twenty One Savage. I appreciate the personal growth and when somebody uses a shitty situation to grow as a person, but I wish he would take that growth that he's feeling and I'm not trying to be preachy, but you know, kind of put something into his music, which I guess he did a little bit on the new album. But yeah, he did a little. It's still not at the level that it should be. If you want to play the socially conscious, like card which i think he tries to but your music doesn't really propagate that so no, and it, i want to see more from from his him musically because i think he he could come out with a conscious album right and i don't meek mill can do it and anyway i don't think it, you necessarily have to have <clears throat> like conscious music and no. do good things in society it's just rare most yeah. people like kendrick and j cole their music sort of runs parallel to their lives yeah whereas some of these like superstar rappers it's like not. like Takashi Six Nine, obviously he bragged about doing all this shit that he was never accustomed to, and now look where he is. You know the meme of him sitting in court looking at the judge, and it's always just like they did that. One of them was a Twenty One Savage meme where they go, "Oh yeah, you're looking at life in prison." And he goes, "Y'all ever notice Twenty One Savage yeah. looks like he's from England?" We they talked about this on Breakfast Club and Ebro. Would you snitch? Of course I would. Yeah, I mean, but I'm not doing that shit. Well, that's the thing. The kid grew up not involved in that, gets sort of involved in that. 
the people that he was riding with should have known, hey, this dude's not for real. We probably don't need solid. to involve like, like, no. don't, like I love how people are like, don't snitch. And it's like, hey, man, do your research with who you're going to let in on this shit. Yeah. Um, Trump and Kim Jong-un met today yeah. for the summit in Hanoi, Vietnam. Yeah. So if, if this cuts out in the middle, we probably got nuked. <laughs> Who knows what'll come of that? They're just like he—he he called him his friend, apparently. Yeah, imagine how much of a, on the hot seat Donald Trump is with the whole Cohen dis- deposition yesterday and today. Apparently, Cohen's like spilling his guts on all this stuff, and he's just meeting with Donald Trump Jr. was saying that uh, they're trying to distract from the summit to by putting the case up. At the same time, it's probably. I mean, that regardless of what side you are on, the government has been creating diversions, trying to draw the public's eye away from stuff forever yeah, since the beginning of it's government. So weird. Since rich people could decide they could manipulate the poor, it, that's it's been a trend. It literally feels like though the the press is actively fighting against Trump's presidency, doesn't it? Like it's just. I guess like it depends some, on who you subscribe sure, to. Sure, really. sure. I mean, I guess, but even like I've heard Fox News kind of criticizes well, Trump. Even at the end of the day, media outlets, while they do influence the public and inform the public, it's a business. Yeah. Sure. Just like the CCA is a business, and they don't want to see people get out of prison. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna go with whatever story's hot, whatever story's gonna get the most clicks, especially now in the social media era. Most people get, or not most people, but a, a large portion of america gets their news from social media so that's part of it too yeah they lost soul apparently is only going to get 10 percent of the revenue from streaming their old albums uh apparently due to a record label yeah like tommy boy records apparently still kind of screwed them out of their money which i think happened to a lot of artists back in the 90s you know they weren't really uh business savvy uh the music industry was still uh it honestly was kind of run, run like a mob, you know, where people, it would be very difficult to get out of contracts, you know. But when you when you sign to a record label, you're getting a loan. You're basically getting a big loan. And you're going to have to pay that back eventually. And they're going to dictate how they get their money back and make money off of you because you're a product. So a lot of groups just kind of got screwed out of money, you know. And De La Soul, this is a perfect example of that. However, there are a lot, there are a lot of artists fighting for De La Soul. Nice. Uh, you know, Nas and Questlove. Questlove. Uh, it's so it's kind of interesting. I just wanted to bring this up because De La Soul it, are one of the pioneers of hip-hop, you know. So the, the reason why I think that's important is it's kind of sad that such a, a group that made such an impact on the genre is just being mistreated by their label, yeah. by people who write up contracts. And they're still relevant. They were nominated yeah. for a Grammy like two years ago Yeah, yeah. for the Anonymous Nobody album. That's awesome. Um, last little bit of news, and then we'll jump into uh, what we're going to be talking about today. Um, I'm sure most people have saw the little Kanye clip from his little... I think, he call, I think he calls it Sunday service. And what he does, there's no preaching. There's no agenda. All he does is play music. Some of them are old gospels, hymns. Some of it's his music. That has been readapted. Um, regardless of what you want to say, people were saying like his hair was dyed red, so they were saying the MAGA hat stained his head. Regardless of how you want to align yourself politically, did you see that one? <laughs> no. Yeah. So, regardless of how you want to look at it politically, fans of Kanye, I don't think I've seen him look happier lately. Like the man literally looked like he was having fun, and that's the Kanye that typically society seems to enjoy. 
Gang, gang, gang. Somebody said, um, wait, wait, I'll... Oh, is this the Chris Galea? <laughs> I just wanted to play the actual thing. It's interesting. It is. What I like it, he's... Is he in Africa for this? He said he was going to Africa no, he, for his album. No, he went to Africa for a while. Him, I think the whole family, like him, Kim, and the kids were there for a little while because I followed Kim on Snapchat. I'm hoping then that this album, because you know Kanye always, uh, he veers off and each album sounds different than the last. Uh, I hope that he's going to be taking some some African music and putting it into... Yeah, he uh, may start the, the whole Drake trend Island music. I don't think Drake is the sole component of starting that, but no. most of the people when you hear it Island sound and rap is Drake. Up. So maybe Kanye will put put that on. I saw Apple Music actually recently promote African Which, hip-hop. by the way, WizKid is an African hip-hop artist. Yeah. Um, so Drake did put him on. I mean, uh, it would just be cool to hear more of the traditional aspects of of African music in and I think Kanye could do that in a way that would sound good. I don't know many artists that could. Maybe Kendrick, too. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing I kind of gleaned from it was, like, damn, he really does look happy. Yeah. And, I mean, at the end of the day, that's really what it's about, obviously. It sounds cool. It's still, yeah. I like. I liked it when I heard it. I was like, oh, shit, that's interesting. And yeah, like, it was like a little happy. bit of, like, Yeezus, Africa, and Life of Pablo choir yeah. put in there. Yeah. Before we jump into talking about Lil Pump's album and Gunna's album, uh, we're going to do the What You Know bit whatever you want to call it yep. you want to go first uh every bacteria in your body it weighs four pounds all the if you th- if they take oh, all the bacteria from your body you it weighs four pounds that's crazy yeah i wonder what the percentage of that is like it's healthy like tr- bacteria dude, like trillions of fucking bacteria Can you imagine right but think of the percent like obviously you have like probiotics in your body that like yeah. good bacteria i wonder what, what the percentage is right. from like good to bad right mine is sort of a oh it's sort of a joke actually oh god <laughs> Did you know that fish can break dance? No. Yeah, on carpet for about 20, 20 seconds. Oh my god, why? <laughs> that was terrible. That was such a dad I'm joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about Harvard dropouts. The much, I mean, it was pretty anticipated. It, it was the miss. It, it really wait, is his wait, first wait, album. Don't just correct? jump. Don't just. Don't just. It was much anticipated. There. I just want to say, I wanted to say, what we're doing right now, we're going to be doing Lil Pump and Gunna's album. Yeah, we're going to review those. We're starting with Lil Pump's album. So it was pretty highly anticipated. Is it For technically sure. his first album? Because yeah, eh, the Lil Pump yeah. was that an album or a mixtape? It was a mixtape because yeah. a lot of that had come out on SoundCloud prior. Well, uh, the main thing about this Harvard dropout tape that you want to know is basically this was started as a meme. Um, Lil Pump was in a doctor's outfit. Saying he was he was in Harvard, but he dropped out. For you guys that don't know, Lil Pump is like seventeen, so he for no, sure he is not in high school either. Dropout. I don't think so. No, of course he didn't finish high school. He's bragging about how he can't read on the album. Of course he didn't, he barely got through middle school. All right. <laughs> Tabitha asked me the same thing. Uh, one of the guys I work with asked me. He was like, "Why is he joking about not being able to read?" I said, "Because a lot of people in hip hop call him all the little dumb kid, whatever yeah, you want to call him." Sure. But I think he saw like no, Takashi. He legit can't read. No, I think he's just a he lot more honest than Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> and uh, and he legit oh. can't read. I think too though. I think he and I think we're gonna see a lot of rappers do it. I think he saw how like big the the wave of Takashi was and how Takashi just embraced these memes and became a troll. I think he's just going to try to ride that as long as possible. Yeah, but he could have been early to the party if if he. But why then? Why make the album sound so serious? 
I don't think it sounds serious. I think he sounds like he's putting effort into the songs, which is good. I mean, he's he's doing a little something different with his voice. Um, I I don't think that's his voice, by the way. I think what you what you're mistaking that for is literally just him pronouncing words a little better and well, having with, some different some better a better mic. Like he said uh, on the. The uh, be like me with Wayne. He said, "Everybody wanna be like me." Uh, <laughs> sounds like a beat just buzzing in my ear, dude. I couldn't handle. At least he's doing something different. Sure. Um, did you like the first little pump album? Yes, you did. Like, yeah. I like that one more. Well, than let's this be fair. One. Do I like Lil Pump in the same way that I like J Cole or no, Kendrick no. or Travis? I, when no. I say like, could you listen to it? And did you have songs that you'd play on repeat? Oh yeah, for sure. Boss, Gucci Gang. Yeah. Um, what was the one with smoke? No, I said, that was just a, a smoke perp song. Um, the youngest flexer, one that one with two chains yeah. on the album. He had Gucci Gang on there, D Rose, um, youngest flexer. He had he had a lot of hits on that first album. Why don't we have an Esketit button on the? That's, that's what we need to add. Yeah, why, we need we need to add Esketit to the uh, yeah. soundboard. <laughs> Let's talk about something that gets to Jesus. I'm just gonna leave it <laughs> flat or hold it. Um, so, the one of the big things that is talked about with Lil Pump is he good for hip hop? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, Lil Pump I, is at very, the beginning. I thought the opposite. Yeah, no, I I don't think that. I think Lil Pump is what's good about Lil Pump, and what's also kind of bad is he really is just a party figure. He reminds me so much of like. Not three six mafia mainly, but you know like those um, those guys who did that party like a rock star song. Oh, um, the Hop- shop boys, shop boys. Mm-hmm. The, he reminds me of something like that. Where or the Yin Yang Twins. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like but they're see, such characters of themselves. Like they can't be real. This is the thing I'm kind of curious about. Do you think he really? I mean, yeah, yeah he's young. Is he seventeen or eighteen? He's like so seventeen. 18. He can't really be out partying. He's smarter than Takashi. In the fact where he's not putting his shit he's on social media. He's high shit in every interview, though. Right. Legit every interview. <laughs> but, but that could be that he could, could be a ploy. Still. I think it's still a ploy because yeah, you don't sure. see him out partying. I think he's just he knows the culture and he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna get my meal off of this while I can because obviously it's not gonna last. Mm, I would say that, but I just I think a lot of these young guys are so horribly mismanaged. Like the only people I really see keeping their money. Our um, ski mask is slump god. X, I feel like was was keeping his shit together for the most part before he died. Um, there's a lot of them that I just see getting taken advantage of. Yeah, Lil Pump's one of them. Yeah, and you don't really see his manager, which that may be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. it's it's funny you brought that up. I was following while it was on Snapchat. I think it's, it's I think it's over now. Um, it was a little like reality show about Bad Baby. And it's yeah, called yeah. Bringing Up Baby. Her Snapchat. Yeah. Which, by the way, it has more viewers than the Kardashians. Yes. It, well, n- just one episode. There was a night, like, on a release date, apparently a new episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians came out, and more uh, people watched. Watched Bad Babies. But to be fair, you're investing seven minutes of bullshit or 21 minutes of bullshit. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> so you had them beat by, like, a factor of 33%. Yeah. Just the fact that people would rather watch Bad Babies. It's also shorter, too. But, like, like, the person that was managing her, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, this, I mean, she has to have at least a million. Sure. Why hasn't a record label really put somebody good with her? I mean, I'm not saying the guy that was with her was bad, but he just seemed young. 
Yeah. It didn't seem professional. It seemed like somebody that would just exacerbate the issues but that he's putting, surround her. But this is also a reality show. You know, right. they're still setting everything up. I, I just, can't, dude, I can't tell anymore with the internet what people are actually like. To be quite honest with you, it all just blends together at some point. Like, Lil Pump, yes. He, does he rap about stupid shit? Absolutely. Does he sound like a dumbass in interviews? Hell yes, he does. Like a huge dumbass. But then there's a part of you that still goes, well, what if it's all fake? The internet is so tough, man. Yeah. Um, I really don't... I really didn't know what to expect with this album. I didn't even know it came out until <laughs> I was looking through... I have an issue with my Apple Music where it won't show people what I'm listening to. It just says playlists I have in my followers. Yeah. So I was looking to see if that had been resolved. And I saw... I, I, I was like, we'll see who the people I follow are listening to. Yeah. And I saw that it came out. I was like, okay, cool. Because I don't think I follow him on any social medias. I follow him because he's funny. Well, I mean... He, he had a Zan cake. Well, that was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, um, The one thing, it is kind of funny. Like, he jokes about not going to school and how school yeah. was not for him. But in the album, a few songs, he says, like, little things like, stay no, but school. stay in school. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's just, like, a backhanded troll in a way, you know? Like, he's just, he knows, like, people are not going to pay attention and tell him everybody. Also, if Lil Pump can sway you not to go to school, dude, you probably weren't going to get that far in the first place. Yes. <laughs> um... <laughs> I want to talk about how how important for like the industry that it was that Wayne was on the album with him, mm. because that's you can look at that somebody from like maybe the outside of hip hop looking in, or I don't want to use the word old head lightly, but somebody that's not really like hip to the music that's coming out now, yeah. and they would think like, why is Wayne doing this interview with, for back a lack of a better term, his son, mm. like Wayne really sort of made Lil Pump. If it weren't for Wayne, there wouldn't be a Lil Pump. You, you see what I'm saying? Like the face tattoos, yeah. a type of music. Sure. That's kind of crazy that they would take somebody that, I mean, in the past has never really had any relationship with. I thought it was kind of cool to see him together on an album. Wayne, to me, is also at this point in his career where he's like, give me that check. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, Wayne, he, I think now he's seen how much money he can actually make. Yeah. Oh, well, also, a Wayne feature, like, Ones that he cares about versus ones he doesn't. Like, for example, I really don't think he gave a shit about giving no. Lil Pump a feature. Because it's not hard to, to be outshined by Pump. But look it. at but look at the feature he gave to Tyler, the creator, for Seeds yeah. or Smuckers. Both amazing songs, dude. Amazing songs. And I think Wayne, now he's kind of got his label situation figured out. He's making money again, I hope. Uh... Well, He's, I think he doesn't give a shit again. But when he was kind of struggling, that's when he was make, making his best music. Yeah, I think because the drive was there, like, I have to do this or yeah. I'm not making money. But this this was, this was uh, feature just reminded, this it reminded me of Wayne in the I'm not a human being too phase, you know? Yeah. Not as corny, but like not so punchline happy, but just low effort. Yeah, and I think to go along with what you said, the I think Wayne has a good judge of character, and I think obviously like he, or, or a judge of of people. So obviously he knows like Lil Pump is not making serious music. It's it's gonna be like white America rap for young kids. It'll be on during a party, right? And Wayne said, "I'll just go out there and give him a a, a hot little freestyle verse." Sure. And like you said with Tyler, I think he noticed like, "Hey, this man is actually an artist." Mm -hmm. 
and I'm gonna respect him as an artist and give him a good because if if Wayne gave Tyler a bad verse, regardless if Tyler paid for it, if he Tyler didn't like it, it, he wouldn't have used it. Sure. Also, so I think he understands that too. Also, for people that don't remember, the, for the Smuckers uh, song with Kanye and and Lil Wayne, Tyler asked them. He, these guys have such big egos. He tells them. He said, Kanye, yeah. I want your late registration flow. And Wayne, I need like Carter 2 from you. And they legit gave him yeah. that. Which I think is is really cool. But that just reminds me of what Wayne can do. And then this kind of just reminded me of Wayne. What he's been doing. And it was just... It was boring. The problem I have with Harvard Dropout overall is... It's a boring album. Like... It should be a fun turn-up album. Like, the first one just sounded a lot more fun to me. This one just... I, I think, wasn't having fun listening I think it's for the one. same reason that you didn't like the Peep follow-up. is because mm. it's more polished. It's a little more mainstream. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I do see that. I liked it just as much. You liked I mean, it just as I much. I mean, I think the Lil Pump mixtape was... It's more exciting because Pump was kind of at the beginning of that wave. Like, mm. the SoundCloud rap, he was one of the first... SoundCloud rappers that had really made it. Yeah. So it was it was kind of new, and now the that sound is sort of oversaturated. And it's also sanitized. Yeah. Like, don't sanitize that sound because go back and listen to D Rose. Mm-hmm. I that was by the way that was not one of my favorite songs off that project, but I was playing it for uh, for my friend Jackson. We were sitting in the car, and I played uh, Nuh-uh mm-hmm. first, and I was like, "What do you think about this?" He's like, "Dude, it's he's it's just like nothing." And then I played D-Rose, and all of a sudden, like, you know, that when it comes, like, ping, yeah. boom, and it does that drop. Dude, Eddie Amaris, he was saying even less, but the way he was saying it was a lot, was, was just fun. It matched yeah. the beat. Like, it wasn't fun. I would say it was just kind of dark. Do the you, mic do you sounded think because, like shit. Do you think because back then he was probably just rapping about drugs and not really doing them, and now he's rapping about <laughs> drugs and doing, doing them? Maybe, dude. But I think... I think the cool thing was that that it just went to show me like even the beats kind of just sounded boring and, yeah. and samey, you know. Uh, it just it was just too samey for me. Whereas the the last album it had a lot more diversity. The sound is grittier. Yeah. I liked I liked that. Maybe you're right. It's just when you throw too much money at it, you kind of ruin the trap sound because the whole appeal of trap is it's minimal. Mm-hmm. It's it's dangerous. It's exciting. It's uh, and then it still has either a melody or a catchy hook. Yeah. So it's party music too. It's it's got a lot of aspects about it. I think Lil Pump knows his place. I mean, you have artists that can. I think there's three big things. So you have people, artists that can interview well, artists mm-hmm. that can rap well, mm-hmm. and then you have the third being that they have all of it. And I don't think that. Lil Pump, I think he just can he can make music well, and he does something that sells. Obviously, his interviews are shit. If you've seen him with oh, J. Cole, that was that mind numbing. Painful. It was. He was eating. I felt like I was getting crackers. a lobotomy. He was eating cheese crackers. Well, this is what happens when you have probably the most cracked out rapper, <laughs> the and most then conscious. the most the most like just boring rapper <laughs> there is. And I mean that by like his life. Like we don't know much about like what J. Cole does he all the folds time. Clothes. <laughs> but he seems like he, he just folds clothes. he just always looks just like somber, like his dog yeah. just got ran over. I don't know. <laughs> J. Cole's going through it every time I see him. And then he looks like SpongeGar, the meme too, with that hair. So that halftime performance was pretty lit. 
He was in the halftime performance? Damn, I was really hoping you were going to say, yeah, it was good. And I was like, no, nah, man, I was talking about Ja Rule's. I don't know how we missed that in the news, but Ja Rule got punked by the Bucks. Oh, so funny. No one cheered for him. Giannis was out there shooting threes while he was performing. Giannis. Not yeah, Giannis. Giannis. Anyway, Giannis. say his last name. Anitokounmpo. Okay, someone plays 2K. <laughs> um, what would you rate I beat you by 50 points. I'm not good at 2K. It's a fact. Of course, I'm playing 2K. <laughs> what were you saying? What would I rate this what would album? You rate the album? Uh, before before we do the writing, because it's not good. Um, what uh, what were your favorite songs off the album? <laughs> I know what I ask you is probably gonna be the ones with the stars next to them. <laughs> um, you're right. Dropout, which I had heard that before. Most of these are gonna be the ones that I heard. I like before. Dropout. Dropout was good. It. I, let me say this. For I, I this is how I kind of grew to like the little pump mixtape. I liked Gucci Gang and D-Rose. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, if I can like these songs that are hits, let me start looking. So this album may grow on me. Like, the Lil Pump mixtape, I didn't really like it first. Mm-hmm. And now I really like it. Right. So I think it may grow You're on still me. still like, I love it? <laughs> no, I didn't like that when it came out. It was just funny. It was just yeah. a meme. Yeah. Um, Dropout, I liked. Um Dropout, I mean, I love it. It's good for what it is. I mean, what other 17-year-olds collaborating with with uh How, what percentage of the album would you say you like 25% that's not good so that's I thought you were going to like cape for this album i thought you no, were like no, trying no. to defend this one no i mean i like multimillionaire we already yes i love that song for show for show was ass with offset the um, quavo one was yeah. all right the smoke perp song was underwhelming i like i like multimillionaire Esket it dropout um so the singles. butterfly doors yeah it was good I like stripper name with YG and Two Chains. Minus that stupid that line that he had to bleep out about Asian eyes. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked four out of sixteen. Okay, so that's twenty five percent. Twenty percent. Quick, quick math. Twenty percent, right? No, oh 20%. yeah, you're right. No, it's twenty. Twenty percent. Oh my no. god. No, four no. divided by, sixteen divided by four <laughs> is four. So that would be a quarter of the album. Yeah. A quarter of the album would be twenty five percent. Right. Plus two is four. Quick minus one, that's three. Quick maths. Dude, people are like, these guys are dumbasses. Um. (laughs) (laughs) We can listen to Lil Pump and still have a high, decently high IQ. Yeah. Um, I guess that means I have to give the album a two and a half. (laughs) No, no, no. Be real. That's what you give it? Two and a half? I mean, yeah. Two and a half. That's a quarter of the album. (laughs) Yep. I think a two and a half is perfect. I think two and a half is perfect. I, that's what I would give it. <laughs> it was it was just too polished. You know what I think though? It's gonna make people want more little pump, so it yeah. kind of accomplished that. So Maybe. shout out to him, dude. I mean, people are gonna love the album. I know already some kids are playing it, dude. This is I'm playing this it. is their Waka Flocka. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Not as classic, of course. I think Waka Flocka has label issues. We can talk no, about no, no, that no, on no. another no, issue. No, 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 not that. Not that part. I mean the music. The actual yeah. like, This is their Flocka Belly. Mm, I think. I think it I has think that energy Pump of was Flocka Belly. Oh. Mm, yeah, yeah. Maybe just because I rock with It was darker. For those of you who don't know what Flocka Belly is, if you've ever heard of a, of a rapper named Waka Flocka Flame... No, 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 no. If you're, if you were in high school back in like 2009 to 2010, you heard hard in the paint at your basketball games, yep. and busting then you at them, no hands, 
And no, oh my god. Get away, you movie. <laughs> there was some. Call so your much. local radio station tomorrow okay. and ask them to play No Hands. Request. Yes. Roscoe Dash. <laughs> Shout out, Roscoe Wale Dash. Wale was in that, though. Yeah, Wale. Yeah, that was early Wale. Yeah, it was. All right, when we come back, we're going to jump into. Uh, so, did you say, did you agree with the 25%? Yeah. Okay. I would. I would. I, yeah. I liked four. So uh, ask, ask me. Ask me if I like the little pop song or the little pop album. Did you like it? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thoughts that go out of my head. When we come back. We're going to talk about Gunna. Hopefully, we'll have a little better outcome than yeah, Lil Pump. Sure. All right. Peace. Welcome back, everybody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we need the button. I know. That was me. That wasn't the button, sadly. Hey. That's good to know. We, is that the one we're going to delete? We have this one, too, for Travis. I think... No, Travis doesn't get no, deleted. We, yeah, I was going to say, we need both of those. We'll figure We'll figure one out. Anyway, let's jump into what you're rocking. Um, anything anything drop lately that you had a keen eye for? I... Not really. Uh, oh! I can't talk. <laughs> Nike dropped a... Uh, they're a kind of high top shoe. Are you, is it the Turbo Green Air Force or Jordan ones? No, it's they weren't even Jordan ones. I want to see if they're still in the front of Foot Locker or not. Uh, they looked like okay, so they had these. Oh, the past and future collide. The Nike Air yeah. More up tempos. Those are kind of cool. They must have done a restock. They need a new colorway or a Just different colorway. The straight black is boring to you. Is that what it is? No, no. It just I think it cheap. It makes shoes look cheap to me. Black shoes, too. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you can't see. I, I don't know. There's a little, like, non-skid shoes. That's, like, all wear. I wear. That's the... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, these. Okay, look, look at these. Tell me. They're apparently... The Air Max 720 Saturn. Look at the testing album and tell me, like, this shoe doesn't look like that if it came into life. Yeah. They... they may, maybe he should have waited a couple years. He'd had a pretty cool press run. Dude, I'm telling you. Like, but he's, this, he's too high fashion for Nike, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. He wears Balmain. Yeah, and Balenciaga. Balmain and Balenciaga and Yvy Saint Laurent. <laughs> That's, well, but it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, I, it looks kind of like a... It's what, not my style. That, like, I couldn't rock this shoe. You know, like, no, if I, I wear it, I look ridiculous. I couldn't wear that either. I don't have that level of confidence. Like, Future needs to rock this shoe. No. That looks like... Like a hype basketball cheap. player shoe. Okay. Like, like oh, a guy that comes that. out and thinks like, dude, I'm the shit. Yeah, like I have he's, on some he's always socks. first at church basketball. Yeah. Like he's a, his mom is always like, that's my son over there. Yeah. It's kind of wild. Shout out to like, our one friend who played church basketball. Which one? Brian. Oh, I thought, I, I consider Austin Joyce a friend. He played church basketball. I didn't know that about him. I wasn't yeah. as close. Shout out Austin Joyce. Oh. Hope you're well. I there there are actually a few drops that came out. The Couture Jordan ones came out. It was mm, it, those looked really cool. Yeah, too. it was it was sort of like a polished leather. It wasn't patent leather. It was just a polished leather Jordan one. Have you seen Gucci's sneakers before? Yeah. Like they, a lot of high fashion shoes look like that, and in, and you know that was kind of what they were going for. So I thought they did a good job. Yeah, uh, Trinidad James kind of fell off of or fell off. He fell off of music, and he's kind of doing that show. Up. He's doing that uh, full, full size, size run. Yeah, uh, where he's kind of just talking he's about good, sneaker culture. Dude. And he got he got those shoes a couple weeks before they came out, and that's where I saw him first. I, I think it, it wasn't on that show, but it was on something. Yeah, I he talked about it because he lost the. I remember the episode yeah. now. But the, the bottoms are like a cream white, which is nice because Jordan's and Nike's 
that their rubber does not come clean once you get them white. Like, right. it, or once you get them dirty, it's, it, just, it's hard. It looked, I like, and that was a nice touch too because that's a lot generally of high how fashion, high fashion yeah, shoes. They're not bright. Um, so, uh, guy at work, he got those. I didn't get on the sneakers raffle for that. We both tried to get the turbo green Jordan ones. They were mm-hmm. like a weathered white. Look those up no. if you haven't seen them. Um, it was like a weathered leather. It was white and uh, this like aqua color. And we couldn't get them online. Oh, oh, I know exactly the one you're talking about. Yeah, there. It was a good looking shit. Shoe. Just timed out and timed out. In five minutes, they were sold out. It was so, a very good looking shoe. This I reminds went, me. This is the same colorway for you guys that don't know. No, no, no. Even further back than that, um, diamond blue Tiffany like S yes. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those SBs. Like if you guys if you guys don't remember this shoe, it's basically the same colorway. Anyway. I this go to came the mall. out back in like 2010. But look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very similar, is it not? Yeah, and those are, are the, those Jordan 1s or those Dunks? These are Dunks. Okay. And there was Diamond Supply that yeah. did this collab. This shoe still goes for like 800 bucks. But the cup, like, it, it's so interesting to me that they just replaced the black with white, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a very, but they're also very similar, like, shoe models. Yeah, and it, it I mean, that's those in like the Air Force 1s that you, you, you can only do so many things with it. Yeah, for sure. But I went to the mall, just, it was Saturday. If you remember Saturday, it was rainy. It rained here for like a week it felt like seattle without yeah. the good coffee um so i just go to the mall just to get out of the rain and i'm walking around and i went into champs and just got anxious because there was too many people in there <laughs> left and went to Foot Locker. champs is or, the most stressful shoes no, yeah Foot Locker. yeah went to Foot Locker, go in there and Not i saw finish line no i went to finish line last oh, okay. went to Foot Locker and i got the it's, a, it's the continental 80 essentially the yeezy calabash shoe yeah. But it's just the Adidas version and like the frosted tint yellow, um, the volt like the volt yellow, the off white yeah. did. It, they're really so I cool. buy those right. Like, yeah, I think they they just dropped them to like seventy bucks. So I bought them. Left went to finish line just to look because they sometimes have clearance stuff. And on the counter are turbo green Yeezys or turbo green Jordan Jordans. Ones. What? So I walk up to the guy. I said, "Do y'all really still have stock in these?" He said, "Yeah." Surprisingly, he said we have an eleven, eleven and a half, and a twelve. So I said, "Okay." Um, and I, I didn't want to blow my if I'd have, if I'd have bought them I'd have had like thirty dollars for the week from sure. Friday to or Sunday to Friday, so I didn't get them. I snapped a picture, I uh, sent them to a guy I work with Zach. He's big into sneaker culture too, and I sent it to him. I said, hey, I said the finish line has them. Yeah, regular retail. You're so a good he, friend, he hits me back and like just like a little like horny little boy on Instagram. You got Venmo. Yeah. You tried to try to send me some news, but he said you got Venmo, and then he called me, and I said no, I don't have Venmo. I have Apple, Apple Pay. So he sent me 170 Apple Pay to pick up the shoes. I should have bought them. I should have blown the yeah, budget and, just, and bought them. And just no, no, no. You could have resold them to him. Well, the res- resale they're about like twenty dollars over retail. Get that twenty, son. That's too much effort. And I wanted them to wear because I like Jordan. They're Wars good looking shoes. They're not. I just can't wear them because they're not comfortable for me. And you wear like you wear pants. Like you kind of have to wear pants to wear yeah. high top shoes. I will tell you if the last time. When's the last time you tried on an Air Force One? Oh, it's been a minute. Try on the new ones. I bought Are they those. More comfortable I bought now? those like olive green ones. Yeah. And the last pair I had had were like a pair from like 2013. I'm only buying white Air Force ones. Do it. I wore them to prom. Gucci Mane and Ti. Hey, I wore them to prom. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. the old ones are like wearing bricks, and these actually have like good yeah. cushion in the in the rubber. But yeah, it was pretty good. So That's what you what you rocking today? I'm I'm rocking the same shit I was. 
champion? I have the champion hoodie on, the all over print meme hoodie. I don't think you've worn that one in a while. Uh, I was probably just. It's not the all over print meme hoodie. It's, it's a meme it's hoodie. It's just the like, sleeves. All the C's on the, C, on the sleeves. It doesn't C's look trashy. It's not trashy, it's a meme though. Like, okay. for sure, this is a meme. I, I'm like. You look like an influencer. <laughs> yeah. You want to do a fire music festival? Let's do it. Hey, we're having the HLH Music Festival. All 35 of you listen. In the Garden out. of Eden? Yeah, in the Garden. <laughs> Please come over. Tickets are $3,000 and a leg. <laughs> yeah, so I'm wearing that and I have on. I went to the. I was at the gym before, but I bought this shirt, dude, for five bucks. Where? Fucking I saw Dragon Ball Z shirt. Was it at Five Shout Below? Shout out to Walmart. Okay. Shout out to Walmart, dude. Five Below had a bunch of movie and like just pop culture t shirts and they had a Dragon Ball Z one, but. They didn't have big boy size. I love this shit, man. It's you got Goku, you got uh, you got Gohan, and you got Krillin on one side, and then you got the the G Force. I forget their fucking name, but shout out to them too. Like them, basically the first storyline here. We look, we look like we should be reviewing like video games. I love rocking Dragon Ball Z. Hey, I've got on uh, quick foot. Wait, quick foot. Wait, please tell us your fit. I'm sorry. Please tell us your fit. I've got on a PlayStation 1 Japanese t-shirt. Hell yeah. Got it looks it at GameStop. comfy shit, It's dude. so soft. You got it at GameStop? I got it at GameStop, for real. I was there getting a copy of GTA 5 because I lost mine. <laughs> and I just really had the urge to kill people. Oh, my God. <laughs> Easy. It's a good pastime. It's, Easy, American it, That's psycho. a good... Yeah. So I, I had to get it. Oh, Jeans, yeah. per usual. Uh, and I picked up a pair of shoes today. Um... Yeah, those look sick, dude. I, what it is, I felt it's like the it's glass just, was going crazy. Yeah, it's it's an it's just an old school Vans checker. I mean, the shoe that they've released a million times, but the toes are like blurred out, and they were called like the Vans old school checker blur. I tried to get them when they came out, sold out. Which I didn't know they dropped. I just saw them. I was like, damn, I like those, and tried to get them, and yeah. it sold out. So I looked everywhere. StockX had them, but I'm, I'll be damned if I'm paying eighty dollars for a pair of old school vans when you can get them for 50 or 55. I mean, that's not terrible, though. Like, if no. you really love that shoe, you know, $80 is not crazy. But no. you could get two pairs of vans. Right. So, I'm in Hibbit today. I had an appointment that got pushed a little later. So, I was just in Hibbit Sports trying to kill time. And I walked in. I was looking at some, like, Jordan 1s that just came out. And I saw these sitting there. I was like, damn, I hope they're my size. And I had to go mm. half a size up. But That's not bad. Vans kind of fit small too, smaller than my shoes. That's about so. the fit. I got the classic Chance the Rapper three hat, an Apple Watch that I came across. What? Okay, here's the story. What? Our receptionist at work, her daughter's been getting into some trouble. I don't want to say names. Yeah, please don't. Yeah, say I don't because I think she does listen. The, the the receptionist, not her daughter, but her daughter has been messing up. Nothing crazy, just normal kid stuff. Getting caught with jewels, just normal kid stuff today, I guess. <laughs> Well, she took her, her daughter's phone, her Apple Watch, and I didn't say anything then. I mean, it was just sitting in the You're drawer have next to, to me. you this shit back now. No, 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 no. So it's in the drawer. So I didn't say anything about it. Like, I got my phone taken away probably like you did tons of times. Yeah. So then, like, a week later, she comes in with this, like, iPhone 5 with the screen cracked. Still hit me back right away. Okay. You're not getting anything for that. <laughs> Best best playlist there is. Anyway, um, so she brings that 5S in, and I said, I thought you just took her phone. Why 
why do you bring, why are you bringing another one back? And she goes, oh, she bought one from a friend at school. Right, right. So I said, you want to sell me that Apple Watch? And she goes, yeah, I'll sell it. And I was like, at first I was like, no, no, no I'm just, I was joking. At first I was joking. Like right. I, I did not have any intent in buying this, her daughter's Apple Watch. Sure. So she was like, yeah, I'll sell it to you. And she, when she says something, she means it too. <laughs> so sold her daughter's So I let it wait a week again. So it's been sitting in this drawer for two weeks. This girl's done without a phone. So I told her, I said, okay, do you really want to sell the watch? Mm -hmm. And she says, yes. I said, okay, when I go out on my appointments today, I'll go by the bank and I'll get the money. So I'm thinking about it again. I was like, you know, that'd be really messed up if my mom would have sold something <laughs> of mine. Now, granted, the girl is still pretty young. So like 16. at one point when my parents were taking my phone, like it was a phone that really I had paid for. <clears throat> yeah. But I felt bad. I was like, that way I would not like that if it was me. So I, ca I called her again. Like before I went to the bank, I said, are you sure you want to sell the watch? And she's like, yeah. So I got it for $150. You weren't like, I feel bad for taking your daughter's watch. You no, still I, didn't want to screw yourself no, out of the watch. Look, this is, I don't remember who told me this. It may have been Steve, my old boss. And he said, look, I, he, was, I was, he was wanting to buy me something like a Starbucks. And I was like, no, Steve, I got it. Yeah. And he was like, no, really, I got it. And I was like, Steve, I can buy my own. And he said, look, he said, he said it's polite after the second time someone insists to do something for you <laughs> that you just oblige. So like I I gave her the opera I gave her an out twice. Yeah, That's I gave her an out twice. <laughs> so yeah, I have an Apple Watch. It has a little scratch in the screen, but I for saw one fifty. But it looks good. You know the do you know the straps for those things alone are like fifty bucks? They're not too I got this one from Target and it was sixteen. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And I, this is what I was wanting—some sort of metal to dress it up. The other ones look like like a like one of those like Garmin watches. Yeah. And that's not as swaggy. It could be. Depending. Did you see? Oh my God. We have. Well, I have some. We're gonna do an extra segment of news stories. Okay. At the end of this podcast, because I'm now I'm thinking of so is much this, funny yeah, shit. Yeah. Is this the? Is this the? Uh, no. The thing you brought to us in the break. That and <laughs> something else. Another. It was like a Drake fact. Okay. Let's jump into Gunna's album. Yeah. Another album that I really didn't know was coming out. I knew it was coming out because everybody was memeing the, again, the fucking memes, dude. They were memeing the album cover. And then Gunna explained apparently that he actually jumped in a pool to take the picture. Like, that's mm -hmm. not CGI water. Which I guess is kind of funny. But it, it, it looks kind of goofy if you, if you guys haven't seen it or listened to the album. Yet. Look, I'm not trying to take away from anything. But I'd rather see Gunna in a pool than a, a baby with his little Peter out. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Kurt. For, for, for Nirvana. <laughs> Sorry, Kurt, but I, I was not on board. That's interesting because in reality, the album covers are very similar. Yeah. And even the color palette of like the mm -hmm. water, the way it's shaded, the way like Gunna's coming towards us in the camera. Oh, my God. There's, there's a conspiracy theory there. It may be. I mean, look at Trippy Red. Trippy Red, uh, Love Letter to You, the first one, or the second one, it was a, a rendition of a Def Leppard cover. Really? Yeah. Well, oh my god. I'll show you, what if there uh, I'll show you some pictures. That? There uh, is, there definitely yeah, there, is. Yeah, oh, there's definitely, that. and I think maybe because those kids are... That's are, a marketing thing. Yeah, and two, they're, they're sort of similar to our age, Yeah. and my parents listen to Def Leppard. That was one of the rock bands that kind of like polarized America. It wasn't like if you just knew rock, you knew them. It was kind of like Maroon 5. Like they started oh. out as rock, but it their it music was so like it permeated and it was pop. It was on right. it was on like top 40. Um, yeah, I'll pull up some pictures and show you the covers. Yeah. Um, but I think there is something to that because apparently movie posters do something similar. There's a there's hundreds of of movie posters that look Exactly like other movies. Yeah, I have this one on cassette. By the way, do you remember when I brought that to you? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. played it at your house. 
So that now that you've seen some Def Leppard, yeah, yeah, uh, but for get sure, it. I could see that. I could definitely see that. I I think that's like you said, it is paying homage, but it is kind of manipulative, and maybe some some there's some marketing gimmick to it. You know, yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting since we were going. What on. were you saying about the movies? Movie posters. There's like. If there, Shane Dawson did a conspiracy theory about this, but uh, movie posters all look the same. Yeah, for sure. Even the color palette, yeah. the lettering. That one's not as blatant though as Gunna and Nirvana's. Well, but this one was close. blatant to me because I'm more you're of a such Jeff a Leopard fan yeah. than Nirvana fan. Nirvana. And I'm a Nirvana fan. Uh, I, I fucking love Nirvana. Dude. All right, so finish your your movie. Yeah, so they it's basically the same thing as the album covers. They copy each other. They copy classic movies. They copy uh, movies that were successful or in the same genre. But there was somebody who explained that uh, one of the questions marketing ads ask is, what does the movie feel like? And one guy said, uh, my movie's like, Ameri-, Shane Dawson says, his movie's like American Pie-ish. Mm-hmm. And his cover and the American Pie 2 cover were identical. So they want to give give you a feel like it's familiar, right? And maybe that's what they're doing there. Maybe, and I, I mean, we've seen how much Kurt Cobain has been talked about in hip hop. Mm-hmm. There's been, I mean, between Eminem sort of making light, and then you have people that um, who was the most recent one? Oh, I can't remember. But it's been in the past like few years. There was a yeah. pretty big song that referenced Cobain. So I think rock, I mean, we've seen it with the X music and the new emo rap that we have. Yeah. So maybe Gunna's sort of paying homage to that. Maybe he was a Def, or I mean, it's a Nirvana called, fan at one point. I mean, it makes sense, but it's just like the lighting, everything looks yeah. exactly like that album. It's not just because it's called Drip or Drown 2, which I know is what some people are screaming. Like, you fuck, stop looking into it. But uh, it's cool. Uh, what did you think of the album? Had you listened to any Gunna project before that, other than Drip Harder? No. Okay. I hadn't. So you didn't really have much exposure other than Yosemite and probably some some of the songs off Drip yes, Harder. Yes, and I'll, I'll be fair. For the first like night, Astroworld came out. If you'd have told me that was Gunna, I'd have said, nah, dude, that's young, but... <laughs> you really, wouldn't have In Yosemite, like the first version that came out before, mm-hmm. you know, they lowered... Oh, um, yeah. Ice on my neck. <laughs> After they picked him up. Yeah. That, like... If you if you would insert Young Thug there, I would have not but, changed the album. But if you go on to the the song uh, Three Headed Snake on this album, it's it's blatant that he's pulling from that. And also, oh, yeah. uh, Gunna and Lil Baby are both signed to Young Thug. Young yeah. Thug, I think, is basically doing Gucci Mane at this point. Where and even if even if they weren't signed by him, I don't think Young Thug would feel any sort of way about it because he's been very open about how he's borrowed from Wayne. Yeah, yeah, of course. I think if I think. Future and Young Thug understand how easy it is. They, they're, it's this is interesting. So, the the titans of the trap era are basically Young Thug, Future, uh, Gucci, and I'm sure Ti did a lot with Hustle Gang. I mean, Ti, but not T. not this Travis, trap, not this generation of trap. You know what I mean? Like the generation of trap with Gucci made, made was that repetitiveness. That well, lack of lyricism, just just good beats and very repetitive hooks. You know what I mean? Yeah, Gucci's like the grandfather because he yeah. was he was in it when it was Ti and, and Jeezy. And those people, those those Godfather figures were they are okay with people re- recreating yeah. their sound over and over again. They like it. Amigos, I, I could argue, would go up there as well. But then you look at hip hop legends like you know 
like Nas and 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 Jay Z and those kind of people. They hate. They right. would hate if somebody was biting off their their style. But which one do we see kind of thriving now? It's the trap genre because there's not really there's not a lot of infighting. The only infighting really in the trap genre are just people like famous Dex and Soldier Boy going out. Yeah, it's just trolling. Like, yeah, like and they'll make a song together next month, maybe. Who knows? I don't want to use six six. That was a bad reference because his gang did actually shoot at Chief Keef. Nah, like famous Dex and Soldier Boy is a perfect example because they're just going at it. Even Drake and even Drake and Meek Mill to a point. I mean, obviously they did not like each other, but but I don't think it would have ever got hostile. You're 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 absolutely right. Even I think that one is kind of bullshit looking back. Like really, there was nothing there. But it, they tried to just tear Drake down. I think they both know, like, I'm making money off this. Let's just keep going. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, and, and let's mention, talking about Young Thug kind of grandfathering these new artists. I think maybe he saw how, like, his strained relationship with Wayne. Like, I think he, maybe he said, I don't want to do that to these kids. Because for a while, it was strained. And it sort of still is strained. Because apparently some... He said young, some more shit about Yeah, him. he said some more... It wasn't really shit. That girl was saying, when are you going to drop... Carter Seven or Carter Six or something, yeah. and Lil Wayne like immediately shut that down and said, "No, the, I'm still gonna sue if you use that." So we may see a Barter Seven. I don't know if he can even use that one. Well, he—that's why he Wayne. got Barter cleared because he changed it to <laughs> B because of blood, and yeah. it's still really—he's still really saying Carter Six. And Barter Six is one of my favorite trap albums. Yes, of all time. Or Barter uh, Five was no, no, it was Barter, Barter Six, six. Yeah. but. I think he is sort of seeing, okay, I'm going to do right by these kids. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it is very difficult to tell. I think the relationship is just, in trap music, is the more the merrier. Like, they have to because they all kind of need each other, you know, whereas hip-hop is more like a competi- competitive sport. Yeah. But here it's like they make they make collab albums left and right. They're not even rare anymore. It's Remember how much yeah. it used to be, like, fetishized about, like, a, a collab album? Yeah. Like, before, before fucking... Drake and um, Future. Drake and Future's album. There wasn't really any big collab no, albums. It was that when you had you know, Watch the Throne. Watch the Throne, of course. But and then but, some of the Wu Tang albums, you could kind of look at like collab because a lot of them did collaborate between each other. Yeah, I mean, you got Liquid mainstream. Swords, but I don't think that really counts because they were still like in a group together. You know, yeah. that's like Migos, like Quavo and Takeoff t- making an album. That would be kind of shitty. Like if I looked at that now, yeah, it, it wouldn't be what Qu- Quavo and Takeoff. If anything, be Takeoff, Takeoff would be the third one. Takeoff being left offset. Off. <laughs> Take off. I didn't, get, I didn't get left off the collab album. <laughs> His album was shit. Get left off Bad His album was boring. But um, yeah, it just I liked I like that trap trap music is about collaborating and making a sound that everybody will be able to repeat. But it, to, it cheapens the music. Yeah. To talk about how you said hit like like traditional hip hop is like a context a, sport. A, a competitive sport. Yeah. It's almost like chess. Like yeah. those guys, I mean, yeah, Jay Z at one point did really try to kill his brother, but this is this is like eighties, nineties shit when rap was yeah. was real. Nowadays, it's like chess to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're doing they're they're Kanye is the best at it as far as doing something, predicting the antic and making money off of it, mm-hmm. or predicting the outcome of the antic Which, and then capitalizing on. By it. the way, all these new rappers are bet are even better than Kanye. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> They do it though. <laughs> they do it. They do it like repeatedly. Yeah. They are, okay. They capitalize off clout. I should yeah, say. I was not, say. There's not a difference in, in capitalism and, and clout. clout. No, no, no. Capitalism, Kanye for sure. But the clout and the media attention. Because I know they're masters. I know that you. 
kind of memed the line of uh, uh, off of Jesus, not Jesus. Um, which one? Pablo? Pablo when he says, um, "Made a million a minute." We made a million a minute yeah. off a of Kimoji. Yeah. And that's sort of, I wouldn't say that's clout, but that's that's capitalism. Yeah, for sure. And you said, like, that's kind of shitty. Like, he's just saying, ha I exploited all you people. <laughs> yeah. And, and why he did, it's just a dollar. Like, I like that. I get the irony of calling somebody out for that. But, you know, it, Kanye is the hop the, the big names in traditional hip-hop is a business. And that's what, really, at the end of the day, it is. Sure. Sure. And I think the... The young rappers, not all of them. But the new school rappers, dude, because they're so deficient in so many other avenues of rap, they have they have marketing down. Like, yeah. it's scary how social media and marketing builds up these artists. Like, in reality, Lil Pump, say, for example, Lil Pump has hits. That's undeniable. Right. There are reasons to listen to Lil Pump. But Gunna and Lil Baby, like, Gunna's presence on... Lil Baby, maybe you could argue for still... But Gunna's presence on an album is so absent. Yeah, like, it's just... He's not there. Like, he's not there. It's just here. I mean, it's just nothing, really. Dude, I heard three songs off this album, and it was just like... I was like, what? What track? Oh, oh I'm four songs deep? The, in a, yeah, it's, it's monolithic listening through. To speak to that, the song, the feature he had on 21 Savage's album, um, that was like a Gunna song with a really a 21 Savage feature. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it was just kind of average. Yeah, Gunna needs. First of all, the, he had a he had a mixtape that came out that really kind of put him on the map. And honestly, it I wouldn't even say it was the mixtape. I would say that it was just the people talking about the mixtape because Drip Season Three came out. First of all, the album covers really you know kind of interesting. And it makes it look really cool. Um, he's, he's it kind of reminds me of like Comethazine's covers, how they're yeah, just real bright. For sure. Uh, yeah, I could see that. But the main thing to me was Lil Uzi Vert was talking about it. Um, Gucci Mane posted it. Young Thug posted it, which now makes a lot more sense. But it was the artists that were talking about the album. I mean, in reality, who's. I don't remember any of these songs. I really don't. No. Nothing nothing on, on that album is memorable. What I will give Dripper John to is Gunna is a good example of where you know how I always hate on trap because it's it's not raw at a certain point. Like it's not, right. you know, gritty, which was my complaint with Lil Pump. Gunna needs good production. Cause Yeah, because it's a lot like Young Thug, how Young Thug needs good production. Because remember Young Thug, his he's always been a good rapper, but the, some of the production he was getting on like the Trap God Gucci mixtapes were not good. Mm-mm. And I think that's the same same thing. He you have to have good production when you have a voice like that because you when you put that little words, that Atlanta accent where your words sort of slur together. Yeah. And the auto-tune is not helping. When you have a, a even just it doesn't even have to be in hip hop, when you have a track that's not mastered well. You're mm-hmm. gonna. It's gonna impede the voice. We saw that with that Billy Alicia, yeah, yeah, because the music's not mastered as well as it should be. I mean, if, if that's how muted. she wanted it, she's yeah. very muted. So you do kind of put a lot of people off. We saw it with um, Tyler's album. Yeah. And what? Oh God. What, that was Cherry intentional. Bomb. Cherry yeah. Bombs was intentional, and I love Cherry Bomb. Uh, so I think that that one has some artistic merit. But when. The problem is nowadays with streaming, every a lot of albums are being put out with mistakes on them. Have yep. you noticed that? Like yep. that's a lot more prevalent. 
and I, I think I know Kanye tried to play the whole life of Pablo edits out with oh I'm just trying to he said it was a living breathing doc like he he com- right. compared it to the Constitution. Mm-hmm. I think that's because there was so much pressure to get it out. The Chance the Rapper issue with trying to get Waves back on the album that messed it up. And you're right, I think they are kind of just trying to rush, rush it and it get out. it together. That's a big problem with the the digital era because mm-hmm. now we saw it with J Cole and Bryson Tiller. Now you have two artists thinking they have the exclusive rights to this beat, and it's all. So you may have a uh, one A and R have this version of the file. You may have another A and R working on it that had maybe a file that was saved a week ago. So mm-hmm. some of the work isn't done. So you have mix match stuff, and then you try to put it all together into one file to upload and through it iTunes. It up. Yeah, or you, or you don't get the actual newest master or the master that got picked because. Every song you hear on an album probably had five or six masters. What I love about this, first of all, can you guys tell that Jake is the producing side of the show? Because that is so fucking interesting. Like, the fact that that makes a lot of sense that, you know, two different artists would have two different file formats of, of, a, of a beat, which is crazy. But you're right. I mean, that's that's the issue, though, with a lot of a lot of newer albums that are coming out now is there's not a lot of care being put into them. And this album... Much like the little, maybe even more so than the little pump album, it sounds very phoned in. Yeah, it's really lifeless. It's just kind of boring, you know. Uh, the beats are very luxurious. They sound, it's very aquatic. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. vibe of just being underwater. Like I definitely get that from these beats, but it's not anything that I am playing heavily. There are a couple of songs on here that I enjoyed. But really, overall, it was just kind of a, a very bland and lifeless experience. Yeah, and the, the features really didn't do much, too much for me. I know you like the Playboy Cardi one, but sure. I'm not a big Playboy Cardi fan. Right. But Lil Baby, I mean, he's really neither here nor there for me. The Young Thug song, we already talked about how they sounded very similar. Do you remember the... the Young Thug just sounds like a better version of Gunna. Yeah. Do you remember the, the song? I don't remember what mixtape it was on of Young Thugs, but it was called Take Care. Was it Slime Language? I don't remember. It was Lil Wayne and Young Thug. Oh, that was and a you, single. And you couldn't even... It, it was very, like... Yeah, hard to tell who was who, and it, it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, oh, I could see that. I mean, I, I think maybe when I see him again in concert with Travis at the end of uh, next month, mm-hmm. I maybe like I'll be like, okay, I respect this dude. I'll, I'll listen to it because that's that's what put me on Kid Cudi. I went and saw a Kid Cudi concert, and even in my opinion now, I still think it's one of the shittiest rap concerts I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But I respect Kid Cudi way more now than I did before I went. And I've seen Gunna once. He came out at the J. Cole concert with Young Thug, or with Earth Gang. What does he even rather. sound like? Like, Dude, I, I wasn't really paying attention. I didn't know who he was. Uh, Earth Gang kind of disappointed me. Um, so I, I kind of just tuned out. And then they brought somebody out, and the crowd cheered, which, granted, it was Atlanta. So you have some diehard Atlanta fans. Gunna comes out, and they go just as crazy now as they did for T.I. when he came out at the same concert. As but, crazy? Yes. Wow. Um... So, yeah, I, I didn't, I don't know, Apple Watch, dude, I don't know how to do it. But, Jesus, what's funny is because Mikel, who is the one that was at the concert with me, he goes, dude, that's gonna. And that's who's blowing my Apple Watch and phone up right now. Shut up. Sending me Instagram DMs. But yeah, Mikel goes, oh, dude, that's gonna. And he was up there just singing all of it. So, that's funny. I'll be a little more uh, tuned in. Next. Now when I see him. Did you have any favorite tracks off the album? Uh, I mean, the Playboy Cardi one was good. Uh, I Three-Headed Snake, I'll tune in for for Young Thug, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Baby Birkin was all right, where he's talking about buying a Birkin bag for his child <laughs> because he can, because he has the money to do that. Um, I don't know. In in the song, like the titles, yeah, just seemed like let's just make shit up and put the album. Dude, the, you know, what pissed me off. I forgot to tell you this. The fucking in the Yao Ming track. What is the obvious pun there? I didn't put that much thought into it, to be honest. With you. Money so tall like Yao Ming. It was that easy. He, it was that easy. And all he said was, my money taught Yao Ming. What? That has nothing to do with Yao Ming. Hmm. Why would you not just make the course money tall like Yao Ming? Yeah. That's the obvious joke, Gunna. I know you don't put any, like, hardly any effort into your music, but c- come on, dude. That was the most obvious joke in the world, and you didn't even give me that. So that kind of pissed me off when I was listening to the song. <laughs> I didn't put that much thought into it. Yeah. My favorite songs off the album were Same Young One with Playboy Cardi, uh, Who You Fooling, and With It. I like how you just censored yourself. Because I was like, Same Young One, I was like, what? And then I put <laughs> Yep. I, mean, I, I told about you, three or four I, songs. I told you the tracks I'd tune in for. Throw about three or four. Yeah. And 48 minutes is a little long for an, an artist like this, especially with low features. I mean, four. if you have a bunch of features, like that's the thing about 2 Chains. 2 Chains albums are usually around an hour, a lot but they features. are packed with features. So there's at least something to, to look forward to if you've already read the track list. Yeah. This with three features, with is somebody as hot as Gunna is. I mean, obviously we're not praising the album, but right now he's a popular. This is his most. This is easily the the time he should be capitalizing and be putting out something experimental and different. Because if you listen to the beats, there is something there. It just there's no effort being put into the songs and how they're structured. There's no real ear grabby uh, hooks. You know, there's just not much here for you. Unless you're really into the spaciness and listen to something, I don't know, you want to tune out to or you want to like put on in the background, then this is fine. But if you... I feel like Gunna could have done a lot more because he does have potential with his beat choices. But this album is just... It's not something that you really... You don't have high expectations. No. And I think there's... In the age where people can just blow up so quick and then just be gone... The next day, I mean, X, you got Takashi, regardless of the the controversy. Nobody even talks about him. Yeah, they blow up, and then they're gone. Yeah. If Gunna puts out a flop album, you've got a Trippy Red on your heels. Trippy Red, by the way, a lot more proven than... Trippy Red is... Three albums better. deep, like he's he's another one that I feel like stands out and he puts out a lot of music and for the most part it's quality. Yeah. It's not quantity over quality. It's no. a little bit of both. I mean, I will say like his. I mean, an hour and eleven minutes of his album, like I could listen to. I have to put it on in spurts. You know? Yeah, if I listened to an hour straight of Trippy Red, it would have yeah. to be like a playlist that I made a favorite exactly. Trippy Red song. Yeah, um, I don't know what I would even rate this. Because I, I liked the Lil Pump album, like, and you still I can put it on in my and car, and I gave it a two and a half. And I just can't see giving this a two and a half, but I feel like a dick giving it anything less than two and a half. Just give it less. What would you actually give it? I probably won't tune back into this. Like, give it as give it a zero. I, I say it. I can't give it, give it a zero because there's albums that I praised on here that I would maybe not would like. Would you give much. it a one? I'll give it a one. Whatever. A one. I would give it. I would give it like I'd give it about the same as. The little pump album, like a two and a half, three. Maybe I give this one a three. I'll give it a three. That's what I give it because the production, production on is the first song is really good. With with it is probably my one of my favorite Gunna songs. 
But other than that, it's just not much going on here. And the Playboy Carter feature. So I got a little more out of this one. But if you want something to throw on for like a car ride, something to tune out to, throw on either one of those albums is probably a good choice, depending on which drugs you're on. <laughs> All right. Um, let's, let's move into the What You Spinning. Um, what you been mm-hmm. what you been listening to? Uh, James Blake's album. That's, uh, that's like the third episode straight. Yeah, I can't get off of it to be honest. <laughs> uh, Rex Orange dropped new house. I think I was listening to that. I one. think everybody listened to So Far Gone at least for a couple of days when it hit Apple Music mm-hmm. and Spotify. Yeah, really, just a lot of James Blake, a lot of R and B, a lot of R and B. I haven't been listening to a lot of uh, a lot of rap. Kalani's album dropped. Yes, I, I have not made it all the way through that. I was going to mention that the Dom Kennedy uh, yeah. feature is good. Yeah, so is the uh, so is the Black feature. Black's good. Ty Dolla Sign was kind of underwhelming because usually his features are, are way better than his his actual. She like, has a much collection. better voice than him, which I think kind of helps. Yeah, kind of shadow. I have been listening to that. What else have you had? I really have been playing like uh, James Blake's Assumed Form. Uh, one of the one of the kids in my classmates turned me on to this jazz. I think it's like a trio or quartet, but his name is Benny Greb, and he it's called Greb Fruit too. So it's just some like wacky jazz, like acid jazz. It's crazy, dude. But yeah, pretty much just that. Man. What about you? Um, I like I said, I've started listening through the Kalani album. Um, and five stars, Higher Brothers album. Yes, we that will probably be reviewed. Yeah. Yeah, I, really I listened to I, I've pretty much sent it have to you me. listened to the One Punch Man yet? No, I listened to oh. I don't remember which one it was, but I I previewed a few tracks. We probably will review that one. I like the three of them. Yeah. Um so Kalani, Harvard Dropout, obviously, and the Gunna, just because we yeah. had to review it. Um mm-hmm. I've added like a Apple Music Essentials for Frank Sinatra. Um I've listened through Father of Four a couple times. The it's, first few tracks like are alright. What is so Sad to me is honestly the best song is Quarter Million with Gucci Mane. That was those yeah. two could do a fire collab album. Sure. And Offset is good at collab albums. The Metro Boom and Twenty One Savage album was good. Yeah. This is it, the first track was good. The spoken word at the beginning I thought was kind of odd because mm. a lot of Offset and Migos fans would be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to insult anybody, but that's just sort of the... No, no, it's not what you go to to, to the bingos for. So I was like, okay, that grabbed my attention. And then he talked about like his strange relationship with his kids that aren't culture. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the next song, How Did I Get Here, featuring J. Cole. I think J. Cole's kind of trying to step into this like grandfather role and like bring some of these kids up. Um, Offset talked about like how he became famous and like what he dealt with growing up. And J. Cole did the same thing. and it's cool to see J. Cole rapping on some of these like trap beats because he he you know when Kanye would get on a beat that he wasn't comfortable with, there'd be a beat flip and he would like, no, no, if I'm gonna rap on your track, you're putting my beat in there. Right. And I'm producing my section. J. Cole doesn't do that. He'll just rap over whatever beats you rocking. I will say that's like my least favorite J. Cole feature recently. Yes, you know, that, like it, it wasn't, was my, wasn't the best one. But it was fine. It was good. Yeah. But out of all the features, the features are pretty solid. North Star with CeeLo Green is Phenomenal. I haven't listened to it. Um, but honestly, the worst feature is his wife. <laughs> I mean, damn. It was a sh- and Cardi B could put together some sure. some features for sure. It, it was just it was not good. Um, so I listened to that a little bit, um, but that's what I really been been spinning. There is some news that we wanted to share 
Yes. Before we get into the final segment of Good Note, Hakeem has some uh, potentially fake news, but it's worth talking about. I'm Listen, I'm about 96% sure this is fake news. Pitchfork has been wrong in the past, but that doesn't mean that... Pitchfork did not... They didn't... Just to clarify, they did not publish this actual record that's being quoted. They published saying that there may be an article that exists that... Says this. Okay. But memes are so good nowadays, dude. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you could play the onion for some people and they would be like, that shit's it. happening? Yeah. But I just thought this was absolutely hilarious and <laughs> I just wanted to say it. Blueface. Cardi B's twerk wind had the whole set smelling like dead raccoons while filming Fatiana remakes. This is a quote that they say is from Blueface. This is all alleged. I really don't think it's real, but it's hilarious. It was cool, but Cardi B's twerk wind had the whole set smell like dead raccoons. I know she had blood. Hold on, hold on, pause, pause. <laughs> pause and restart. It was cool, but Cardi B's twerk wind had the whole set smelling like dead raccoons. I know she had blood, but Shorty smelled like blood too. It was sad because she's too fine and real for that. He may have crossed the Takashi 69 50 Cent Floyd Mayweather type of savagery right if there. If that's real, that might be the craziest insult I've ever heard, but I genuinely feel like it's a joke. And that's hilarious, though. I mean, maybe she, it probably did not smell like that, but even if he said it, he's still just trying to be a troll. For sure. And it works. For sure. For sure. All right, we're going to end on a good note. Yeah. Uh, so just say something that's happened to you lately that, that was either uplifting or. Oh, dude, I'm down 16 pounds. I saw that. I've lost 16 pounds in two months. Now, basically, I just don't eat meat three days out of the week. I've been eating, like, just, like, part vegetarian, but not, like, full-blown vegetarian. I just think, like, giving your stomach a break from all the meat that we eat was good. And I'm just, I got a UFC fight pass, and I've just been watching old fights, and it helps me when I'm doing cardio. Like, just watching something as, like, physical as, as UFC it makes it a lot easier to work out. But that's probably the best. That's weird because when I go to the gym, I watch BDSM. <laughs> I've gotten kicked out of every gym but Planet Fitness. They can't judge you at Planet. That's right. <laughs> They're like, sir, sir. And you're like, are you judging me for my BDSM? Mm. <laughs> oh I wouldn't know God. what to do if I was like just sitting uh-huh. there. Some on the treadmill, and there's porn. a dude in front of me just watching porn. Yeah, watching R. Kelly's greatest hits. Oh my god! You call the cops? If you yeah. See that. All right. Uh, my good note. It, it's kind of like bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched the movie A Star Is Born last mm-hmm. week. Or for Did this it get Friday. you? No, it didn't get me. Um, I mean, I was. It was. It was a moving movie. I don't want to put out any spoilers, but the end is. It's. It's a sad movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole movie's sad. There's not a point. There's a few little. Right. There's a few little yes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> There's a few like spots in the movie where everything's like uplifting and you can see like stuff's going on, but either characters are, like are going through Struck. stuff and you can see like it's it's not an uplifting movie really at all. Right. Um, until afterwards and you start to like reflect about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a good movie regardless of what type of music you like. It really does show you what the music industry can do to a person just mm-hmm. to give you a little idea i mean if you watch the trailer you know this is what happens lady gaga has this like raw talent in bradley cooper who is this like hot country star finds her singing in this uh in this gay bar 
and I mean, just raw talent. And she's struggling. She's just, she, I mean, she's playing a gay bar to pay her bills. She had another job. Well, he discovers her, gets her in the industry, and her sound starts to change because the music, the record labels bend you to do what's popular. Mm-hmm. And throughout the movie, you see Bradley Cooper struggle with it, and he has an alcohol problem and drug problem. And it's a good movie. It touches on mental health. It shows like the bad things about the music industry. Which the whole time I was watching, I couldn't think, or couldn't help but think about the R. Kelly situation, because in the beginning of the movie, like this girl's like really starstruck over Bradley Cooper. Sure. And when he asks her to like start singing, she's like, "Oh, this could be my break." And like her whole family even were like, "No, you need to go with this guy. Why are you staying in town?" Right. So it kind of said, "Hey, this is this really." It happened. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because when I watched the documentary about R. Kelly, I'm thinking, who would let their kid do this? What? And then I'm thinking to myself, what? struggling families who said, okay, this will, this will get us out of the bad situation we're in. Yeah. It's, uh, it comes from, I think success comes always from like a desperation angle, you know. Uh, but I, don't, I can't think of any like group of people that that movie would ostracize. I mean, if you don't like harsh language... There's a little bit of harsh language. All right, dude, this is not a Christian. I'm just saying podcast. that's the only people that you could like offend by that. Yeah. It, if you don't like harsh language, then fuck off and don't <laughs> listen to this podcast. How about that? That's why there's an E next to the title. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <But>, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not even working. Oh, bitch, 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 bitch. That's for you. Bitch. And this Shut one. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> anyway. If, regardless of what kind of movies you like, if you like movies that make you think, you'll you'll find something in it. Awesome. I promise you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't I haven't watched it yet. I don't think I will. I just hate depressing movies. I'm tired of. I don't know. I just want to see stupid shit now when I watch TV. I you watched Jackass lately. Great no. replay value. Oh, oh for great sure. Replay for sure. Value. One of the greatest shows of all time. Um, so yeah, that 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 was Instagram before Instagram existed. Oh yeah, um, but at the end, you really do think about some of the stuff that you, if you watch the movie or have watched the movie, it's you heavy. Know what I'm talking about it's a heavy movie. It is very. Um, heavy. But you can go back and listen to the like the soundtrack is excellent. That's actually Bradley Cooper singing. Um, he killed it. Yeah, they they won an Oscar for this movie and a Grammy. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Shout out to Lady Gaga. She had a documentary that she put out on Netflix too. It's kind of interesting if you're a Gaga fan, or if you just or like music not. documentaries in general. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's cool, and she has a good voice. You know, she's an excellent voice. Yeah, that's it. Know. Is there anything else? That's it. That's it. I think I don't think I have anything else. I don't either. But thank you guys so much for listening. I don't know what we're, what reviews we're putting out next. There's so much dropping so fast now. We really just kind of pick and choose what we review. You know, we only have so much time. Uh, but shout out to our good friend, our good friend Chi. Yes. He has an album out. Pseudonym If A Neuro. Yes. So, and uh, what's the album called? It's called Abstract Odyssey. I've already talked to him. Um, we are going to, Hakeem and I are going to review that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have a little bit of little bit of like bio on Chi at the beginning. And let's put, and we'll put a link to yes, his. Yes, we'll put a link to his social medias. Uh, he's already, I think he's retweeted a few things of ours. Shout out. Um, Thank you for listening, Chi. Excellent. If you if you have been around for a little while on the channel, you heard us talk about the Sky High Festival back mm-hmm. in April of last year. He was the headliner of that. Uh, so at the beginning of the review for the new 
album, I'll play that little interview. It was only like two minutes long. It'll get you a little bio on him. Yeah. Uh, talk to him. He's definitely excited about it. So. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, and the album, from what I've listened to so far, is very experimental. Yep. And there's a lot of jazz influence, which you know how much I love jazz and hip hop. Uh, it's and it's wonderfully produced and it's you know? 23 minutes long yeah not long at all which is a, which is a plus you know I, I love short albums and especially if you, they're even harder to do well so uh, I can't wait to review his album you know so shout out to G thank you for listening uh, that's about it though that's you know it. keep looking out for us follow us on Twitter at HLHPO it's free. and thank you guys so much for listening goodbye <laughs>